podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey everyone, this is Mike. Uh, the Fin Fans Podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. All right, and it's a happy Monday. Uh, Lewis, we've got a victory. Yeah, all right. Now now we're on the board. We're on the board. That's we've it. got a win. and uh, We're no longer yeah. the laughing stock of the league, at least for this week. <laughs> there's there's there there's enough laughing stocks around the league Mike to where we're 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 kind of jumping uh some of these other teams I mean as the season started we were the laughing stock we were the team that people were well, looking after, at after those first two games it was brutal yeah I mean everybody's looking at us oh they're the worst team in the NFL by far well maybe the worst team ever <laughs> right the worst team in the history of the NFL <laughs> right. but but yeah I did hear that but um you know at this point you know there's four or five maybe six teams that when the season ends we may be better than or you know uh sitting behind come draft time so we're halfway through and you know things are getting better absolutely you know I'm sitting in the game thread yesterday and this is when everybody's talking you know in real time during the game and uh you know, people are commenting, and then there are a couple people just bashing the coaches, bashing the coaches. Uh, I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. They've taken a team with a bunch of castoffs, a uh, bunch of guys who have never played in the league before, weren't drafted, okay, street free agents, and they're actually competing. The last month, this team has been competitive. Now, granted, they haven't won a lot of these games, and, and they've looked – not great at times, but they've been competitive. And I think that speaks to the coaching staff. I really am impressed with the job that Flores and his coaches are doing with the lack of talent that they have, uh, especially now that, uh, you know, Xavier Howard is, is on the shelf. They really came to play yesterday, and I, I really do think that speaks highly of the coaching staff. And I don't like to see people bashing them because they don't deserve it. And absolutely not. How can you bash a coaching staff that basically lost so many important guys? I mean, if you were to tell me at the beginning of the year that we were going to be without Tunsil, we were going to be without Stills, we were going to be without Drake, we were going to be without Juwan James, just one guy after another, and then factor in the injuries. Rashad Jones has been in and out of the lineup. Uh, Xavier Howard, you just mentioned, is another guy that's been in and out of the lineup. The offensive line has been decimated by injuries. It's a different lineup every single week, and they're being competitive. They've been competitive for weeks now. Uh, you know, after the initial couple of games, they've been competitive in every single game. So what do you think Adam Gase would be doing with this roster right now? Adam Gase with this roster? <laughs> I mean, oh, God. Uh, they, I don't think they'd even be competitive by no stretch of the imagination. I mean, we beat, we beat a team that uh, has more talent than we do. There's no question about it. It didn't show yesterday, but that's they, not the, that's not debatable. It's not it's not debatable. And the bottom line is is that we beat them. And yeah, I mean, Gase just 
there, there's just no way he's doing what Flores is doing right now with, with the talent level that we have compared to theirs, Mike. That's the bottom line. I don't think he's going to last more than another week or two. Uh, they're just, you know, they, they looked sloppy. They didn't look like they, they were on their game on either side of the football. And, you know, they, it's a lot of what we saw with him here, you know, down the stretch last season. Uh, well, he does look familiar. Yeah, teams, the team just not being prepared. Now, in comparison, you look at the Dolphins every week and look at all the different players that are coming in and out of the lineup, and they seem to be prepared. Now, they don't have the talent level that these other teams do, so we do get beat that way. But in regard to preparation, and regard to execution, and regard to the effort, effort, Absolutely. Effort you throw in and the discipline involved. I mean, we are one of the lowest. We we haven't mentioned this once. At least I don't remember us mentioning it it at any point during one of our podcasts. They are one of the lowest penalized penalized teams in the NFL. I believe they... That's impressive. Second least amount of penalties, I think, up to... With all these young kids they've got playing... That's impressive. And the lineup changes. It's it's not like we've had the same eleven guys out on the field on both sides of the football. We've had we've had quarterback changes. We've had running back changes. The receivers have pretty much been in place all year, which is a positive. But even in the secondary, Mike, the amount of injuries and the amount of guys in and out of the lineup, yep. they've been very very good. So again, did you say the offensive line? Yeah, I mean it's there is no way you can bash this coaching staff. I'm surprised. Yeah, me too. I mean, I just it it bewilders me. You know what what are you looking at that that you're critiquing these guys? Now I understand. You know the the blitz call last week. I mean, I was critiquing that myself. But beyond a play or two, I have no reason to bash this coaching staff. None whatsoever, and I don't think anybody else does either. And, you know, you get back to yesterday's game, and uh, I, I think if I had to pick one thing that I thought made the difference in the game, it was the play of Fitzpatrick. Right. Absolutely. He was literally playing at an elite level yesterday. Yeah, he was spot on. And, and you know, Mike, the funny thing is, is that he's had, uh, how do I put this? He's had better plays over the course of him starting to where he's like, wow, that was a great play. He spun away right. from three tacklers and, and got the ball down the field. Yesterday, you didn't necessarily see you know spectacular plays out of him, but it was just the consistency over the four quarters. And where the football was, it gave his receivers opportunities to catch the ball Every time he put it up, whether it was, you know, a, a um, slant into the middle, it was a fade down the sideline, a back shoulder pass down, whatever the case was, he was finding the guys and he was needling the ball when there was some good coverage on certain plays. He just did a really good job all the way around. You he can really see that he's really trusting Williams and Parker. Absolutely. Uh, and and Jacecki. You can throw Jacecki yeah, in yes, there as to well. A lesser, to a lesser degree. Yes, absolutely. Um, but you can really see that he's trusting the, the tall kids on the outside, and uh, he's not afraid to throw it to them, which I think is great because these guys have been getting up there and making the catches. Uh, yeah, you know, they'll have a drop now and then, and of course that you know that 
stinks in the moment. But uh, I think when you when you look at both their play collectively, uh, they've been impressive, and, and and probably especially in Parker's case, uh, maybe a little more impressive than most people thought he'd be. I think the, I think he's really playing well. Uh, this is by far, and knock on wood, you know, his best season to date. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we questioned them re-signing him, you know, when this new coaching regime sure. came in. You know, we were questioning as to, wow. I mean, when they first signed them, me and you had a conversation about it. And I said, "What? well, you know what? The contract's not a bad contract, but why would you even bother at all? And, you know, then we talked about the fact that, well, Obviously, this new this new coaching staff that See came in, in saw mm-hmm. something in him, and they felt that he was a player that could be productive on this team. And as we talk about all the time, we have to trust this coaching staff. And looking at it now, it looks like it was a very good move because he had a couple plays called back yesterday too that were. Um, you know that the the offensive pass interference on him was a ridiculous call. I mean, oh, you, you're not kidding. You throw that 25 yards in, and his numbers look even better yesterday. What were they looking at? I mean, I understand his arm hit the defender, but no way did he push off to where it gave him any significant advantage on the play. It just irritates me. His arms never were extended. And the crazy thing is, is that the guys up in the booth obviously told Flores, listen, you got to challenge it. It's ridiculous. It's not even close because they challenged the play and it still came back as pass interference. I mean, this hasn't really helped anything, um, you know, in regard to that. And that's just another holy avenue that I don't even want to go down. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I mean, I think clearly they're they're looking for stuff that they, you know, if that would have been late in the game, maybe in in the fourth quarter in the last two minutes, and it was clear and obvious, they'd overturn it. But if it's not clear and obvious and and a deciding factor, they're not even going to think about overturning these calls. I don't think I've seen one overturned yet where it, benefited us well you know mike it it shouldn't be that way though and i understand your point you know a pass interference is a pass interference and they have and when if you're looking at that and i i don't understand how you can look at that because everybody that i've spoken to that you know whether they're dolphin fans or not as they're watching that play they're like there's no way that's offensive pass interference so really what are you looking at to say that you can't overturn that call. I mean, it was obvious he just ran into him, bounced off him, and did his thing. It had no effect on the play whatsoever, and it cost us about 25 yards. Now, if you're in a tight game, that's a big play. Of course. You know, now it didn't wind up coming back to hurt us, but they have to get it right at some point. They just do, and it's just week in and week out, it, it, it's just a consistent problem. They still haven't gotten this right. And I don't know if they ever will. I mean, at this point, it, it, we shouldn't even be discussing this type of thing, but they've added another element to it to where it's just a constant, you know? It, it's foolishness. It really is. It's yep. foolishness. If, if you're not going to overturn obvious mistakes, then you shouldn't have the uh, replay to begin with. Exactly. It's just a big waste of time. I mean, you waste five minutes there. He challenges, you know, the, the call. He thinks that it is going to get overturned. And in the end, you're right back to where you started from. You wasted a bunch of time for nothing. So and a timeout. What, right. What is the purpose, really? But yep. um 
Anyway, back to the game. The game starts off, and uh, uh, the Jets take the first possession down for a score, and and, you, and you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, no, here we go again. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we come on the field and uh, go three and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give the ball back to the Jets, and uh, they drive down the field again, and this time they they miss a field goal. Right. So at, at that point, you know, you're you're getting, I would say, a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But uh, they did something that they don't normally do, and they uh, woke up the next drive. They they drove it down, and uh, Fitzpatrick found Williams for a touchdown. Yeah, and. And the great thing about that, Mike, is that it's it's a nice drive, which, again, I talked about last week. They put a nice drive together. It was quick. You know, it was crisp. And, you know, it wasn't like any big play. You know, they were, they were making plays, but it was a nice down-the-field 26-yarder to Williams. And, you know, th- there was a few big plays involved in it, but it was a very crisp quick drive and boom into the end zone yeah and and you could see you know at that point that Fitzpatrick was uh spot on his passes were pretty much exactly where they needed to be for the most part yeah absolutely and that excites me I mean I'm a quarterback guy and and that excites me when I see a quarterback on his game I get excited and that's why I love you know watching Aaron Rodgers and uh uh, the the kid in Seattle and all all Drew Brees right Drew Brees you know I, I just love watching those guys if they're playing I'll flip the TV on because I just love to watch good quarterback play Absolutely. it's such a difficult position and I really admire the guys that can play it well yeah and and you know Mike look at what he's working with he's working with a second year guy in G- G- Gasecki right you've got a, a rookie you know, rookie in Preston Williams, and you've got a guy like Devontae Parker who's been an underachiever for the most part up to this point. So it's not like he's working with Julio Jones and, and, uh, you know, Amari Cooper. You know, as his two wideouts. Now, and, is it fair to say he's raising the level of play of those guys? Oh, there's there's no question about that. I mean, look at the numbers over the last couple of weeks with those three guys that we're talking about. I mean, Gasecki is all of a sudden looking like a guy that's going to be a, a legitimate a, a tight end, a right. nice player on our right. team, and. You know, Parker and Williams are having opportunities and they are being productive in those opportunities. And then, you know, he's spreading in a little bit of Jakeem Grant and Alan Hearns the last couple of weeks has made some catches. So, you know, he's getting the job done and that's all you want as a quarterback. You know, he's playing at a very good level and he's been consistent over the last couple of weeks and that's all you really want out of him. Right. After our score, you know, the Jets get the ball and uh they end up punting back to us. We get the ball and uh Fitzpatrick again drives them down for a touchdown. They did some no huddle in that drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a 12-play drive Mike again, the where, you know, they they had a couple he had a big I know he had a big throw on that drive. Yeah, a big throw. Gasecki, right? Yes. He he got all fired up, and you, you could tell that that, <laughs> yeah. that was that was fun to watch, you know. But you could tell they were in the game, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They were Absolutely. mentally in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, then then on the next play, he scrambled right and uh, had a completion, and and uh, there was a penalty on the play. Mm-hmm. Phillips was called for unnecessary roughness on the following play. Uh, Walton ran for five yards, and uh, right after that, uh, Fitzpatrick hit Parker in the back of the end zone on, on what was uh, 
a nice uh, back shoulder fade. You know, it was just a pretty, pretty pass and a nice reception by Parker. Mm-hmm. So we move on. And uh, well, Mike, how, how about the third down pickups? You know, over and over again. I mean, how many times over the last few years have we seen third and eights, third and fives, third and sixes to where we just don't we don't get the job done? And, you know, as you're watching this game and you're watching these drives, I mean, there were times where, you know, we were in a third and eight. I remember one specifically, it was a third and eight, and he hit Gasecki for 12 yards, and bingo, the drive continues. We, we got so used to our team, our quarterback, just not getting the job done on third down over and over again to where you you just became immune to it. And it's so refreshing to see third down conversions after the last couple of years, just not seeing it at all. So that that's a good thing as well. Well, this might surprise you. It might not. But in the second quarter, he was five for five on third down. Bingo. See, yeah. that that's my whole point. And that, in, in turn, creates the three touchdowns. Yes, absolutely. You extend drives. And when you extend drives, you get points. Right. Mike, you're not seeing 60-yard touchdown passes to our receivers down the field, or you're not seeing Kenyon Drake, who's no longer with us, but I'm using him as an example because he just left this past week, you know, breaking off a 40, 50-yard touchdown. You're seeing drives you're seeing conversions being made and in the end you're seeing points on the board at the end of that so that's the positive over and over again it's great and and yeah. a lot of it has to do with what you said you know in regard to Fitzpatrick getting the job done i mean it's in his hands period now the guys yeah. are the guys are catching the football and they're making plays but if he's not getting if your quarterback's not putting you in that position then you know it's a mute point you know you're just you know you're just not if you're not getting the opportunity and he's not putting the ball in your hands then you know it it it, and this is what we've seen over and over again it just hasn't the opportunities for these guys just haven't been there and now they're getting them and they're being productive in those positions so it's fun it is fun. It's fun. It is. It's fun to see an offense moving the football. Hey, guys, I wanted to break in here real quick just to ask a favor of you. On the app that you're listening on, uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Hit like, leave a, a comment on your thoughts of the show. And uh, if you didn't know, we do, we do run a Facebook group. Uh, it's Miami Dolphins number one. That's hashtag one. We talk uh, Dolphins football 24-7, 365. We'd love to have you join us and share your thoughts. And uh, once again, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, Let's make it a habit. We'll see you next week. Uh, So anyway, the next series, the Jets Mm -hmm. went three and out, uh, punted back to us. Again, Fitzpatrick drives him down the field. Hits uh, Williams, you know, in the, in the end zone for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're obviously becoming comfortable with each other. You know, Williams was was doing a nice job uh, getting open. I don't know if that has to do more with the uh, ineffectiveness of the Jet cornerbacks or uh, he's just getting better at running some of these routes. But uh, he was consistently open. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when he wasn't, it didn't matter. He caught the ball anyway. Exactly. I mean, even with guys draped around them, you know, Fitzpatrick was putting it there with, with him being covered. There were a few times, you know, where he did the back shoulder throw, the, the um, defender was right there, and Williams just did a great job. And I think Parker did it a few times as well with guys around him, 
over the middle of the field and whatnot. So it was nice. Now the, the end of the the end of the half, things got really sloppy. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, you had the interception down there. Darnold threw a pass to uh, Griffin, you know, for two yards for a touchdown. Uh, Eric Rowe had gotten beaten on the play. Yeah, that was an interesting call too. I mean, if I. It, it was interesting. I mean, I thought it was a touchdown. I mean, I hate to say it, but, I, you know, I thought. Well, they overturned it. They and, did. Uh, they, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that mattered. Uh, next play, uh, Jamal Wiltz had the uh, interception. Then you had the botch snap on the uh, safety. Do you recall that? I couldn't figure out what was going on. I don't know if the center snapped it a little bit earlier than what Fitzpatrick That's what was seems expecting. to be the consensus, yeah. He's laying in the end zone. <laughs> you know, when they showed you the replay, it was so funny because you're looking at, you know, about 10, you know, 10 legs, you know, and, and the ball's sitting there and there he is on the ground trying to grab it in between everything that's going on. And I mean, it was clear that he didn't get it out of the end zone. I mean, the ball was sitting right on the goal line and it's a safety. And, um, you know, Mike, not for nothing, but the special teams weren't great yesterday, you know, while we're on that. you know, No, then, they weren't. And then, you know, right after that, they had a long kickoff return. Yeah. And, um, you know, well, there was a long kickoff return. And there was also, you know, when we after the safety, we kicked to them. They had a decent return as well. I think the long kickoff return was at another point in the game, right, wasn't it? Right, you know, right, right. This yeah. was the 25-yard uh, free kick return, the punt return. Right. And, and Sanders missed a 49-yard field goal. So, you know, overall, special teams yesterday really didn't do us a lot of favors. So, um, you know, they contributed. I mean, actually, it was probably our worst unit as the, out of the three yesterday. Yeah, but, you uh, know what? Are you concerned about Sanders? He's been missing quite a few kicks lately. It's, you know, it, he's got he's got the distance. It, it's the, you know, the, the thing that's bugging you is he just keeps pushing them one way or another. And I think most of them have been to the right. So it, they've just got to make adjustments. I mean, I like the kid. I think he's he's a really, really solid kicker. And he's just, you know, he's just missing kicks. How many is that now? It's four, I believe, right? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Uh, but but recently he, he seems to be more erratic. I mean, last year he was almost Mr. Automatic. Hey, Mike, listen, you know, I, I've looked around the league this year and, um, wow. I mean, there's been, whether due to injury or just due to lack of performance by kickers, uh-huh. but uh-huh. there has been a ton of movement. And yeah. uh, as a matter of fact, Vinatieri killed us yesterday by yeah. missing a field goal at the end of that Pittsburgh game. And I'm like, son of a gun. Doesn't I mean, he know we need our draft picks? Oh, high? Lord. I mean, that 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 just kills you because now Pittsburgh's at 4-4 four and four instead of 3-5. and five, And it's kind of given them a little bit of hope. If they lose right. that game, they slip to 3-5, and five, right. you know, maybe right. they start doing things a little bit differently. Yeah, you get a little more desperate. Exactly. I mean, they were fortunate in that game, but uh, yeah, that kind of hurt. And Houston won also. So in regard to that, and then we'll move on, you know, we didn't do very well in regard to where we're going to be in the draft because we won and, uh, you know, the uh, Pittsburgh won as did Houston. So it wasn't a great day in regard to uh, the fans out there that, uh, you know, want us tanking and the, um, you know. Well, the I, I got to tell you, you know, I, I – talk about this because it's what people want to talk about right but as far as i'm concerned you know what are we in week eight 
Right. Yeah, we're halfway through, right? There's a hell of a lot of football to be played left. Nobody nobody knows what pick we're going to have or, you know, uh, and on that note, you know, the college football season isn't over. The bowl games haven't, haven't, haven't happened yet. The combine hasn't taken place. Right. So what are we really talking about? Is anybody sure what they're talking about? And I think the answer is no. No, we can, you can't speculate right now. I mean, Mike, we can drop, I mean, especially what developed yesterday. I mean, now that, now, do, you know, we're, we're one and seven, as are the Jets. Now, coming into this year, there was no way in hell anybody, anybody thought that this would be the case halfway through the season. And, you know, the fact is, is that if the season, in fact, ended today, the Jets would be drafting in front of us. And nobody, I mean, nobody out there can tell me that they were thinking on those terms. Exactly. So, you know, this is halfway through the year. I mean, who knows what's going to take right. place like in over Cincinnati, the second half of this season. Cincinnati, they, they're benching Dalton, and then they're going to start this other quarterback. And who knows how this kid's going to do. I mean, there's so many unknowns. Absolutely. And, and Mike, you know, we play the Bengals, and we play the Jets again. Right. And we play the Giants. The Giants are going to be right around where we are at, as as it's looking uh, they don't look like a team that's going to win a ton of football games either. So, you know, as this season progresses, we may not even be close to that number one pick that everybody was hoping for. So we, we just got to wait and see, you know, I well, mean, I, yeah, there's no guarantees. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm getting kind of like burnt out on, on talking about it and speculating on it. You know, I, you know, when the season ends, we'll know where we're at, and then let's start speculating. Then that's yeah, that's, that's when we have a, a clearer picture of what we're looking at, and yeah, then and we it's can not talk wasted about time. It. It's you know the the research isn't wasted effort. You know, you can look at film and you can start forming an opinion on some of the college players, and you know a little better what we need. You know, because who knows how these see. kids are going to develop over the second half of you, the season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it, I was just you took the words right out of my mouth i mean how do we know where our our true needs are going to be i mean who's to say that we have three offensive linemen when the season's all said and done that become guys that wow you know what these guys really like our center he's playing at a great level very well i mean he had one play yesterday where he got blown back into the running back (laughs) walton and that was pretty embarrassing but aside from that play he played pretty well Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, it showed because Fitzpatrick seemed to have, they were just crisp again. And that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for this, like, uh, you don't want to ever see a defensive line just completely dominating your offensive line. And I, I think they've done a pretty good job, you know, considering they haven't really played together a long time. So, Again, to your point, we don't know. We still have a a half a season ahead of us. We don't know what our absolute needs are going to be at this point, the absolute position that we absolutely have to have a left tackle or a right tackle. We just don't know that yet. We don't know, you know, so we'll see. Long way to go. Long way to go. Yeah, it gets monotonous. It really does. So, anyway, third quarter, we're not going to get too deep into the third quarter. I mean, you know – uh, there was a field goal missed. There was a field goal made. Uh, there was, was a, a safety. And, <laughs> you know, the bottom line is there wasn't a whole lot of offense that's really worth talking about. Not at all. The, the game was won, and uh, I think everybody in Dolphin land can uh, enjoy the week. 
And we go to Indianapolis, and that's going to be an interesting contest. We'll talk about that uh, Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, they I'm may excited. be without uh, their their starting quarterback, which uh, again I, I, we talk we just talked about it. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, now you go into this Colt game, and if they don't have their starter, then how much closer does that bring us to a win against them? Exactly. You know, something that you would have never expected a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, it's it's just ridiculous to sit here and 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 speculate because week to week things can completely change. And so, you don't know what Fitzpatrick's going to show up. You know, I mean, there's so many variables. Absolutely. I was impressed yesterday. I, I love the effort, and uh, that's really what impresses me. You know, Flores, like I said earlier, has this team um, really competing. And, and whether they win or not, to me, is secondary. You know, I want to see them compete, and that's what I've been seeing. So I'm very happy with uh, the coaching staff. Um, I'm very happy with the guys on the team. I mean, like, really, the, the only guy I'm not very happy with right now is Rashad Jones because I really feel like, you know, he has a chest injury. Now, how, how, what could possibly be wrong with his chest? A, a bruised sternum? I don't know. But, uh, you know, this has been bothering him for a month now. <laughs> well, the positive to that, Mike, is that they're seeing other guys. He's giving other guys opportunities. I mean, Roe moved over and he Ro- played. Right, Roe is the guy that's benefiting from right, that. He's which actually o- well, played fairly it- well. It opens up a corner position once that happens, too. So now, yeah. whether they're switching guys in and, in and out, I mean, Needham had a great sack yesterday when he blitzed off the corner. So, you know, maybe Needham's a guy somewhere down the line that that becomes a, a partial piece to the puzzle. Uh, you know, a guy that's in in certain situations, nickel, dime packages, whatever the case may be. The point is, is that, He's going to be gone next year anyway, Mike. So, and this is what we've talked about too in regard to veterans, and that's why there's not there's not a lot of them around, and he's one of the few that is. Is that you know we're we're evaluating younger guys in football games, not in practice, not in preseason. These are NFL football games, and that's the best experience they can get, and they're right. getting it. So it's the best way you know, to evaluate them. I mean, so. Yes, it's a negative, Mike, but at the same token, I look at it as a positive. You know, it is what it is. You know, we're going to move on from him at the end of the year anyway. Yeah, I think so. But, uh, you know, like you said, it is what it is. I mean, we can't make him play, you know, but I just think he's kind of stealing money. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) It's not our money, Mike. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So, all right. Any other impressions yesterday? Yeah, you know, we, we talked about Gasecki and the receivers yeah. and Fitzpatrick. I mean, I thought they played Gasicki. well. Gasicki. Oh, my right. Lord. I got to yell at us. They, yep, they yell at us. So, yeah, we got to fix that. You know, he, he had 95 yards yesterday. We got to say it right. Yeah, you know what? When he, when he, this is what I'm going to do, Mike. When he hits that 100 yard plateau or, uh-huh. or better yet, he scores his first, he, his first touchdown, I will guarantee you that I get, get his name right every time we pronounce it on this show. That, okay. How's that? Uh-huh. All right. And then sounds good to me. <laughs> anytime I don't, then the next time we see each other, dinner is on me. How's that? Okay. Sounds and if good. you do it, dinner is on you because th- you have pronounced his name wrong as well. Gasicki. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I promise you, I will screw it up. Practice. So practice. Yep. 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 
All right. But I tell you what, he 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 earned it because he really was he really was on top of his game yesterday, and he actually looked like a legitimate weapon. Absolutely, and so I ho- think hopefully he can have that success moving forward. Mike, I think I think it's going to do nothing but get better for him because as people have to worry about our two wideouts more, you know, all of a sudden, yep, it opens up things in the middle, and the fact that you got Grant and and Wilson in the game on the opposite slot or wherever the case may be. Um, you know, whether they're on the field as well. I mean, he's the guy that you're going to look at as not so much being worried about him when you're defending the Dolphins as long as these receivers continue to play. And let's hope that, you know, Preston Williams' injury isn't that serious to where we're not going to miss him for a while. Because, yeah, I, I heard it's a sprain and they're going to do an MRI today and, and see, you know, how it is. But uh, hopefully that's all it is and hopefully he'll be back in a week or two. Yeah, I hope so because he's, you know, he's starting to really, really look like a player. You don't want him at this point you know, to miss any time because he's all of a sudden started, you know, him Fitzpatrick and and Devontae are now all of a sudden looking like, and, and Gasecki, we can throw in there as well. Gasecki. Gasecki, they're starting to look like they're bonding and they're, they're crisp, you know, on their pass patterns yesterday. I mean, they just, they just look like they're doing you know they're executing perfectly and that's what you want you don't want to see guys starting to get injured and things getting mixed up a little bit you want them to continue to build on what they've uh what they've established already as a group so we'll see what happens jim will tell you one of the things that i harp on is is time of possession because i really believe that when you win time of possession more times than not you're winning the game agreed and uh, again, this week, Miami won time of possession. So I'm, I'm proud of them for that. Right. It keeps our defense off the field. Absolutely. And which our defense need, needs to be off the field. They, they have to be off the field as much as possible. You know, because we just, I mean, you know, again, Mike, the pass rush yesterday, we sent some blitzes, we created some situations, but... I mean, you know, it's it's just not there at times. I mean, there were times yesterday where Darnold had a lot of time to throw. And when we start playing some of these better quarterbacks in the second half, we're just going to get killed if that's the case, you know. And you know, again, I don't know if there's with with the unit that we have out there. Uh, if there are any answers to that, it's going to be a problem. So yeah, without a doubt, you know, getting back to your point, as long you know, if we if we're holding on to the football as an offense, it, it's going to do nothing but help us and keep yeah, us. Yeah, for football. us, the best defense is a good offense. Absolutely. Yep. All right, uh, that's going to be it for this show. I hope everybody enjoyed it, and thanks for joining me, Lewis. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, we'll talk again on Wednesday. Yep, looking forward to it. Nice preview. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, doll fans. Enjoy the week. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Podcast Network.